0: All right, so again, the verse is, and the world is passing away and the lust of it, but he who does the will of God abides forever. And that's 1 John two seventeen. So he starts out and says, the world is passing away. Um, and this is the reason why John says worldliness is stupid. It's a bad investment. You ever have someone try to get you to invest in something that was really dumb? Mm-hmm. About five years ago, I had a friend on Facebook who said everyone should buy Tesla stock, and uh, I wish I would have listened to him. <laughs> that was a good investment. <laughs> I didn't have money to invest in the stock market back then, anyway. But if I did, I'd be rich right now. He did, and he's rich. Um, but that's passing away. But that's passing away. But that's right. it. <laughs> he is actually he's a great guy. Uh, the world is passing away, and. Um, um, Again, what, what is worldliness? If we could define it with one word, we would say rebellion. Rebellion is the character of worldliness. Those three question, the, the three things he mentioned last week is the lust of the flesh. Um, that is saying, this is fun. This is fun. That's the lust of the flesh. Uh, the lust of the eyes, the, the way you rebel in that way is, is you say, I see a better way. Whenever you hear the lust of the eyes, I want you to think, I... See a different way than what God said. I see a better way. He's—I know he says do it this. Way. I know he says get married before you have sex. I know he says do, but I see a better way. If you don't have lived together before you get married, how are you going to know if you're compatible? Well, trust me, it works. You know, if you do things God's way, He will bless you. But rebellion doesn't see it that way. Ha! See it, get it. Um, lust of the eyes—that uh, would be a good one. And then the third one was the pride of life, you know. Which, which the question that goes with that is, aren't I great? Or I deserve... You fill in the blank. I deserve this. And so that's, a, that's how you, you, you can kind of define what rebellion is. It's those three things. Um, but the stupidity, stupidity of all of this is that it's all going to pass away. It's a waste. It's not worth it. Like the pyramids. You guys know those... Those pharaohs that built the pyramids, they built these huge grand pyramids, amazing, and they filled it with all their riches and all kinds of neat stuff, even some live servants they would put in there sometimes, and they'd seal it all up, and they were planning on taking it with them up into the afterlife, Mm -hmm. or down. Um, And what ended up happening? Went to the afterlife, a.k.a. the Museum of Britain. Yeah, well, most of it, 90% of all their stuff has been stolen by grave robbers. And it's sitting on some drug dealer's shelf in Zimbabwe. But, in contrast to all this, he who does the will of God abides forever. So, in contrast to the world and its rebellion, which is passing away, he says those who submit to the will of God live forever. So, someone tell me, what is the will of God? What is the will of God? To glorify Him. Okay. To glorify Him, sure. To what are the thoughts? To surrender. To surrender to Him. Those are good thoughts. What else? To have faith. To have faith in what? Him. Him? Yeah. What specifically about Him? For eternal life. For eternal life? Uh, how would that happen? How would that happen? Yeah. By believing that he died for our sins. There you go, there you go. Yeah, it's it's something specific. That's the will of God. That you believe in the way he set this all up, salvation to work. I mean, you can believe, oh, Jesus is going to save me because Jesus is like Santa Claus and he answers prayers just because he's a nice guy and he'll take me to heaven. No, that's not why Jesus saves. He saves because the gospel says... He did something, and that something is very important, that He died on the cross for our sins. So the will of God, if you want to do the will of God, you believe and put your trust and your hope in what Jesus did on the cross. That's doing the will of God. Now, is doing the right thing the will of God? Let's say uh, not stealing. Is that doing the will of God? Well, it can be. But is it enough to make us righteous? No. 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 And that's very important. Okay? Yeah, She's, so that's a work. Exactly. Like exactly. But people will come up and say, well, you need to do the will of God in order to be saved. Mm-hmm. And I say, yes, you do need to. But what are you talking about? Because does God will for us to live good lives? Yes. Yeah. But is that what he's talking about by the will of God? Mm-hmm. No. No. will of god for salvation is that you put your faith in jesus and these are these are minute details but god takes care of our obedience when when we put our faith in jesus he not only washes away our sin but he what's the second part of the new covenant he writes his law on our heart so our behavior changes all by itself well it's the work of god it's not by itself i guess so it's the work of God. He changes our behavior, and that's a, a, a simple thing. Exactly. And so it, is the will of God for us to produce fruit? Yes, yes. but is that the, the way that that happens is the, the will of God as well? That's what we're talking about here. Um, so that's the gospel, that we would believe the gospel. Okay, so it says that he who does the will of God Will live forever. So, this eternal life, right? Now, we are in regular contact with three eternal things. Can you guys name what three eternal things we're in contact with every day? Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost? Ah, uh, no. The Son? No. People? You named one of them. Mm-hmm. People? People, are you st- cheating on No, no, she's making notes He's cheating. <laughs> They're not cheating. <laughs> People. Okay. This. Okay. Not this physically, but the word of God. All right. So the words, God's words, written down in here are eternal. That's yes. right. People are eternal, right? And then you said the other one. The Trinity. The Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Mm-hmm. We are in contact with the Holy Spirit contact, yeah. every day. We don't get to touch Jesus right now. We don't get to really touch the Father right now. Mm. But that interaction still takes place through the Holy Spirit. So anything outside of these three things is a waste of time. Mm. So if you're not in the Word, you're wasting your time. Unless you're loving people and serving people, you're wasting time. Unless you're abiding in the Holy Spirit. You know, what, and what what would you what is abiding in the Holy Spirit? What is that? Obedience. No. Well, well okay. okay, it's a, it's a surrender to it. Okay. Because you know, he made for sure it's like that inner conscience, but he had a, a protection of saying that don't <coughs> this isn't right. So it's not right. So this <coughs> is that we're not being you're not getting that, uh, that full surrender that God wants us to have because that's what he, that's what he gave the Holy Spirit to us to give have uh, Okay. To, to guide us on, on that subconscious. Life. So you're talking um, our, about a, a relationship, uh, yeah. you know, it's a, it's a relationship. Okay. So let me try to picture, try to explain that with a couple of pictures just to fill our minds with pictures. Um, when you go to work, do you cease to be married? No, I always. You're still married? I'm always married. Even when you're apart? Okay. Well, are you always thinking about your wife or do you sometimes think about other things? I think about other people okay so you are you do there's times where you're not specifically thinking about your wife right yeah and that's okay because you know what i know and i believe exactly that I, that right that you're still, still married yeah. right you still have that commitment even though your mind goes to other things. so some people think well to abide in jesus to abide in the holy spirit means that i need to always be praying and always be thinking about god and if i let one second go by where i'm not thinking about god then i've fallen from grace and they I get know. all stressed out okay well It's just like marriage. It's a relationship. And God, He takes care of the abiding nature of our relationship with Him when we need to set our mind on other things, when you need to work, when you need to spend time with your wife and your kids and all these things. And He knows you got a whole list of things you need to spend time with that is loving and right for you to do. And He says, it's okay. You can do that. I'm with you the whole time. I'm going to be with you the whole time. And when you get a moment... When you can make a moment, retreat back to me, come back to me, get back in my word, and you abide in that the whole time. You can rest in me. That's yes. Another picture. When you fall asleep, do you ever think that you're going to wake up outside your house? No. No. Why? Because you abide in your house. You remain in that house. It's, you can rest... Knowing that you're going to stay in that home. Well, the same being in Christ. We can rest and just trust and knowing that He is there with us. Do you guys ever feel like you should spend certain time with God? Like a certain, like there's some sort of contest of who is spending the most time in (laughs) the Bible? There's no magic number. Right, there's not. There's not he, the Holy Spirit is already inside us, right? Inside. You're not earning the more of the Holy Spirit, right? Who who gets the Holy Spirit? Those with faith. The ones that believe in Jesus, yeah. huh? Mm-hmm. Well, um, well, the, the ones that invite Him. There you go, you got it, you nailed it. This is very specific in, in John set, uh, 12 17. Those who ask, those who ask, yes, yeah, so you got to believe. You go, you're not wrong, right, right. but the real important thing is, is that we ask. We say, ask. Lord, I that's what gets it for us. Now, did you do anything to ask? I mean, is that a work? Is that difficult? No. You have to humble yourself and say, I need this, and then you believe in the Lord, and, you, and so you ask him because you believe and you're humble. Humility and faith is what obtains the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit is given to all who ask in that humility and in that faith and so the holy spirit is given to us so us abiding in it, it doesn't earn more of the holy spirit and what does it do it's a good Stay question to get closer to him well he already lives inside you so does it get you I closer can't it. you just get closer okay i you no more. I've, I've received, i receive received i understand what you're saying so why do we get closer if we're not actually getting closer he's already because in you're us you're learning more it's growing Okay? You're going to faith. Strengthening the relationship. These are all good ways to describe it. I would describe it as we're surrendering more control over to Him. We're, we're confe- there, Our flesh is getting weaker, and our giving control over to Him is getting stronger. So it's not that we're getting stronger. We don't get stronger. The Holy Spirit does. The Holy Spirit doesn't get stronger either. He's already the Holy Spirit. Uh-huh. He can't be any stronger than He is. But our yielding to Him, our submission to Him, our surrendering to Him, that's what grows as we grow in grace and as we grow in our relationship with the Lord. I just want to define these terms so that we're not thinking that we're earning more Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, some churches you go and they're like, Holy Spirit, rain down on us, pour down on us. And I'm not saying those are bad words to say, but I wonder sometimes if their heart is thinking, I have a lack of the Holy Spirit. Like God has somehow has withheld some of Him from me. Because God hasn't withheld any of Himself from us. He gave you all the Holy Spirit when you were saved. But He knew there would be a process you would go through of learning to surrender to that Holy Spirit. Right? And that's how it becomes a growth in our life. Our sanctification is surrender. Mm-hmm. <laughs> White flag. There you go. <laughs> the flag All right. Sorry. So that is our exhortation for the evening.